0: Alright team, welcome back to the Gentleman's Breakfast. This is the 19th episode. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Seamus. It's good to see you. Good to have you back. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, you know, you can talk about playing hurt, and I think that's what I'm doing right here, right now. I'm back from yet another extended stint on the road, culminating in a trip to Vegas that had a long and long, sad, and unnecessary stint at the poker table there from... 12 a m to two am that wasn't really required was, was
1: that poker uh, stand, was that a, was that supervised? or were you there by yourself?
0: I was there by myself. My dad was uh finishing up uh, at the blackjack table there, and uh you know I swung through poker to get a little session and to remind myself, oh yeah, I'm not actually very good at poker. How much did you donate to the other patients mm, several hundred dollars mm, okay. It was a three hundred dollar game oh my god I rebought once. Or twice. And I walked away with not a full rebuy. So you can do the math on that. But, I mean, I traversed this great nation as I often do. I was in <laughs> L.A., Twin Falls, New York, Vegas, back to San Francisco. I'm flying to Syracuse tomorrow at the Crack of Dawn. Um, I haven't been to L.A. in a long time. And that is a weird fucking place, man.
1: What did you do down there?
0: There is a natural food uh, expo. But mostly I just sat at the hotel cuz my boss summoned me there and pretended like I was working where well, I was working but Where was the hotel in relation to the airport? Uh the convention center was in Anaheim and it's near the the hotel was near the convention center so Anaheim's like mm-hmm. 45 minutes southwest well, of When you say weird I mean, of the airport what
1: are your Why is it
0: weird? I mean, everybody says it's weird. I've
1: been there a few times. I really haven't, like, spent that much time there.
0: First of all, the layout of it is something like a toxic wasteland. It's just, like, an expanse of concrete and glass. There are a lot of towns that are like that, but L.A. is, you know, just to the nth degree. Yeah. Um... You just see weird people zipping around there, man. I saw a guy in a Jeep Wrangler, and in giant letters on the back of it, on his like spare tire, it says, "My bulldog pisses on ISIS." Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I need the bulldog reference. I don't know why we're talking about ISIS. Did you just paint that on what, there like the last why, couple weeks? Why
1: does anyone put that on? ISIS is not. And see he's just
0: that. he's just fucking blasting hell's bells. By ACDC. I got a pretty good kick out of it. He seemed to be having a good day. But, I mean, I'm there at the hotel, you know, trying to do some work. Because, like I said, I was summoned by God. Mm. And uh, it's right near Disneyland, all this shit. Oh, I'm going to be there this weekend. Yeah. There's just families zipping around. And while I'm sitting there doing work, there are these kids that are just enthralled by Shrek. I haven't seen Shrek in a long time. I'm actually pretty interested in Shrek while it's on. I'm just thinking to myself, damn, man, they got it good? I really wish I could just sh- shut this thing down and just go and fucking sit and watch Shrek. To be five again, yeah. That'd I didn't I didn't know what I was going to do with the rest of my day, and I considered going to Disneyland, but then I remembered, oh yeah, there's going to be other people there, and like, I'm going to have, I would have to stand in yeah, line I, for- I don't really believe you, you considered, I mean, how serious of a thought did you think about going I to Disneyland? Was like, fuck man, I got like six hours here, I got nothing to do, what... <laughs> One of my buddies and I there at work were, uh, you know, sitting there drinking beers and we discussed it. And then I very quickly remembered, I was like, ooh, we're going to have to be in line with like families and we would have to sit on this ride with other people. I'm out. What'd you end up down? And the other people around me. We drank and then we went to uh, like downtown Disney, which is like the commercial slash adult, you know, end of Disney there where they have like a Bubba Gumps and a bunch of other chain shit. Mm. Whatever. It was, you know. It was interesting to see Mr. Mouse again for a little while. But, um I mean, from there, I flew to New York, and then I flew back here to Vegas. And while I was making my way back to Vegas, I had a few, like, pretty classic examples of random shit that happens on trips that I wanted to break down here. First of all, I'm at... JFK at the crack ass of dawn on like Friday mm-hmm. and I'm standing there in line and you know I'm dicking around on my phone trying not to make too much eye contact with people uh, and there's this just huge motherfucker just off to the right of me tall dude like his head is out of my field of view Yeah, and I randomly look up at one point and he's one of these people where the second that you look at him you have to stare at him for like 10 seconds too long and it immediately starts like an internal IMDB search in your head just fucking oh, hamster spin. Yeah, like, I know who this fucking person is. I know who it is. And you can see that he's looking back at you, and he fucking knows that you're trying to figure out who he is. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing, because I saw Steve Young in
1: the airport the other day, and then I look at... Well, Steve
0: at Young's a pretty quick one. That's a pretty quick hit.
1: You yeah, probably recognize yeah, him but right how, away. but how they notice it, though, is, like, you look at him, and oh, you yeah. look at him like, that's him, and that's you figuring out in your head, and then them quickly <laughs> determine, oh, shit, this person knows who I am. Let me head tuck...
0: Well, if you're Steve Young, like, people know who the fuck you are. This guy, he's someone that everyone would recognize, but you have, it, it, it was... You don't know his name. The guy that played Drew Carey's brother in the Drew Carey show. The tall dude with the, like, bald head with just, like, the ring of fucking hair going around. You would recognize him right away. He's been in a thousand things. Uh, okay. But he's a guy that you only kind of know. So, you know, everybody out there is just staring and, like, who the fuck fuck is this guy, where do I know you from, uh, some, like, idiots that were in the security line behind him when we were pulling up there getting our bins, they're, like, trying to get their friend's attention, they're pointing to the guy, and then they're pointing to his bald head to indicate, like, look at this fucking guy, (laughs) um, it's gotta be an interesting way to live your life, he was, like, in sweatpants, he was banged up as shit, too, who knows what he was doing, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, man, and then when I'm, I finally get through security, I go and I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing a quick beer, yeah. the guy sitting next to me is drinking a glass of white wine and just chugging down a plate full of olives. Whole plate full fucking, do you eat olives? Yeah, I, I eat them, but I wouldn't order a plate That's them. a fucking disaster of a food, it smells terrible, it's... When you say a plate, like how big is the plate? I mean, not like a huge plate, but... Small little plate. Bigger than a cup of nuts, you're gonna get on a flight? It is crushed. we're talking thre- three, four nut cups. He's crushed a Chardonnay with... Some black olives and some green olives. About 12 to 15 olives. Yeah, easily. How does your body even... How 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 can your mouth and taste buds handle that? Yeah, that's
1: an interesting move. Did you say I anything? Just, an,
0: no, no. I, I got out of there pretty quick, actually, because the beer is hot garbage, and I couldn't handle the smell of the olives. I ran to... You know, grab a bottle of water and some peanut m ms Pretty classic little pickup there before the flight. Is that kind of like your go-to when you're hopping on? Yeah, a lot of peanut M&M's. My former assistant got me a bag of peanut, peanut like a big fun size or family size thing of mini peanut m M&M m bags for my birthday one year. Because she had done all my expenses and she'd seen it on like half the fucking receipts that i turned in. Which is kind of a sad moment. <laughs> but, you know, I'm running through the little convenience store there. At the airport, and this fucking guy has the balls to have a tip jar sitting there. At, <laughs> at the, the register. At the register. One of those just where you buy water and your peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. Just like a little side store there at the airport. He's got a fucking tip jar but What out. does the
1: tip jar say, though?
0: Didn't say anything. Just had a couple bucks in there, which you know he put in there. It looked like a pen holder that was on the counter that the owner would put there.
1: But is it on the really counter and it- And
0: he's like... You know, no. When I'm here, I take the pens out and I throw three bucks in there and I wait for people to fuck. Is it that egregious?
1: I mean, he's not making any money, anyways.
0: It doesn't matter if he's not making any money. My rule, I call it the McDonald's rule. If you have done as much or less shit as a McDonald's employee does for me when I go in there, you're not getting a fucking tip because I don't tip the fucking McDonald's guy. If you exceed McDonald's level, i.e., bringing food out to me at a table, you know, waiting on me pouring me a beer, these kinds of things, then you get a fucking tip. See, I mean, you could almost argue this. How difficult is it to pour a beer? How difficult is it to check me out with water and peanut M&M's? It's not difficult. But you're always tipping the beer guy. Mm-hmm. He's literally just putting a glass there and going... Kr-k. He talks to you a little bit. Um, he's got to, you know... Well, he's forced to... He has to be a little more social than the guy that's yeah. checking out your peanut M&M's. He, and... The other factor is, like, if you're sitting there at the bar, he will come back over to you and check on you and say, you know, do you want another drink or whatever. The McDonald's lady doesn't come over to me after my, I finish my Big Mac, my McChicken, my large fry, my large Coke, and ask me if I want another McChicken. Chances are I do, but I'm too ashamed to go up to the counter. <laughs> but maybe you're going to finish with a nice sundae. yeah. Maybe you want to wrap that up. The after hot foot Sunday's not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad move to go back there and get that. That's true, because you don't want that just sitting around on your tray. But... I digress. That guy fucking pissed me off with this tip jar. Did you say anything to him? No, I didn't say anything to him. I just aggressively stared at it for a few seconds and then got up out of there. What if he, like, if he checked you out and he'd be like, hey, you have a wonderful day, and then he just went... <laughs> he, You know, he did the first part, not the second part. He was definitely... He was trying to show, like, hey, I'm in the service industry here. You should tip me. But I wasn't having any of it. And I get on this goddamn plane... And two men that, you know, sometimes you just have the wrong sizes in the seats there. And I'm in a window seat, and there's a guy that has no fucking business being in a middle seat sitting next to me. So we're cramped in there, and I mean, our arms are touching the whole fucking time. I'm trying to, you know, crank out some work for my board of directors role there. Right oh, uh, yeah, the new venture. A Friends for- venture, which, you know, we don't need to discuss here. And this fucking guy... Is eating up all the elbow room, and he's working through a variety of devices that I haven't seen in ages. He has, like, an old actual iPod with the fucking wheel. Oh wow! So, and how old is this guy? He's orange. Wow. He's got an old ass fucking iPod. He has a Kindle. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a Fitbit. Um, and I'm I'm observing all of this, and I'm like, okay, well. Not everyone could have an iPhone, I guess. And then he pulls out a fucking iPhone. The iPhone does all of that shit. I, I was half expecting him to pull out a Tamagotchi and or a Walkman. It just to <laughs> really complete the circle there. But, I you know, he's dragging all that shit around with him.
1: Imagine if he had like a stylus. Just was, to fight What was this pen pads
0: called? Or? Uh, it was just called a, like a Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot, yeah.
1: If he that whipped out a, a Palm Pilot, that would have been What a waste awesome. of technology that was.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was... A very early iPhone that obviously couldn't do anything and had like a black screen. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, it was you know, people didn't really get At what potential. point, this, what he has to do for you to make a comment? Like if he cranked out. More aggressively rub my shoulder, like, you know, arm <laughs> to arm there while I'm trying to get work well, done. That's a big thing, though, is always to fight for the, the elbow. It's a constant passive-aggressive battle. Because I always try to go underneath and slip. Oh, God. slip him up. Half the time, I feel like I'm about to just start fucking screaming. And I'm like, I, I am on a plane. I cannot lose it on someone on this plane. Like, I need to get to Las Vegas. Because you realize that you might get kicked off the plane. Yeah, I need to get to Las Vegas so I can gamble, throw the bones the craps table there. Yeah. Meet hilarious ladies. Like, there was this very loud Kansas fan. It's like 50-year-old woman that was standing next to me. And she kept on the craps table, kept betting hard ways. And I was asking her about it. And she was like... Tell you what, I make that bet until the dog dies, and honey, the dog ain't dying today. <laughs> there are all kinds of people like that out there. It was a good Vegas trip, man. Yeah, it was not one that you would have enjoyed. No, yeah, it's a little too much gambling for me. I would have gambled on the the games a little bit more, but something. Yeah, like- I thought I was going to play the games, but I don't know. I mean, I was tired and I didn't have time to look at it. I played the IU game. I had a great little moment when I got off the. Vegas flight there where I was pretty hungry because I hadn't had a chance to really eat because of the fucking Olive guy at the bar there yeah and there's a Burger King right when you get off the plane and it's like 9 or 10pm there at the airport Mm -hmm. and I was about to go but I'm thinking to myself all of us are getting (laughs) off this plane together and I'm not going to let these idiots see me walk right off of a plane to a BK immediately post-landing at 10 p.m. So who cares? I mean, you have never seen these people ever again. I don't know. For some reason, I couldn't handle it at that point in time. A, a post-flight, the social pressures of society of people you don't care about. That's po- interesting. Look, a post-flight, n- nothing is more gluttonous than a post-flight at the airport meal. Oh, right when you get off, and you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have never. You don't really sun see sun that happen. Zip straight off the plane to a BK with this group of people. Well, right? You're just but. too eager to get off well anyway i'm sorry for jeopardizing the top here
1: uh the thing that wednesday daylight savings was last week someone on wednesday at the coffee bar one of my coworkers goes is this hey, at the starbucks or is this at like uh my the- actual work oh okay and he goes yeah man i'm like how you feeling he's like oh, i'm just tired i'm like so at this point i've engaged him enough that i have to pay attention i care like okay It'd be weird if you just walked off at that point. Yeah, well, it's yeah. only me and him in the kitchen. It's pretty yeah. like, early He's like, yeah, I mean, that daylight savings, man. I think it kind of messed everybody up. Like, Monday and a Tuesday. And, like, I just haven't been able to snap in. And it's daylight. And I, I think to myself, I'm like, these motherfuckers. People will complain about anything.
0: It's an hour. It's yeah. not fun, but I actually forgot that it had happened the next... I mean, I had, I had a flight at, like, 9 or 10 a.m. the next day. And I didn't remember it had happened until the cab driver said something. Yeah, I also, You don't have clocks you have to change anymore, right? Everything just goes. It's on your phone, yeah.
1: I felt uh, I felt for you this week. Yeah. I bought these new pair of pants, and I bought them <laughs> probably when I was about 12 pounds lighter, or at least 11. Okay. So my my bulge is kind of like pushing out my gut a little bit.
0: Yeah, they're feeling well, a little tight.
1: Well, what happens now with these pants, They they're very comfortable, but when it pops off and the zipper unhitches. Yep. Yeah, stays at the
0: top, so you the get, whole middle is undone. You get like constant zipper roll down, yeah. or oh, the it's, zipper itself busts open. It's completely busted. You spring the fly open. It's but it's completely shitty. So the top is still buttoned up, but it's just Uh-oh. when I push wide, it's just
1: it's like That's my lips, are, my lips
0: are opening up. So something. you got to go to the bathroom and like really get under the hood and fix that. A minute,
1: like because you
0: can't just zip it back up.
1: No, I can't put wicks on, and so like I'll be at the urinal
0: going like just going like this. Look, we'll take a look at this after the show. I think we might need a safety here or something. I got a couple things back in the... <laughs> I got a couple tricks up my you, sleeve. I mean, you've, you've had this dilemma. got before. a couple things back in the shop we might need to work on.
1: Uh, another thing I've liked to incorporate, and I only share this with people I really care about, <laughs> is obviously I had I another stupid Saturday. And I said, how can I make myself feel better? And I'm going to take a nice bath. I took a bath today, and I'm going to do it every Sunday. got this on it out of my life. Mm-hmm. New decade, new life.
0: Now, do you feel comfortable getting in I realize you clean your bathroom much more. But that I is. I would not feel comfortable taking a bath in your. That's still an ancient fucking tub there with some weird elements to it. And it's got that door, so you're kind of locked in there a little bit. Yeah, well, when I was filling up the tub, I'm like, well, if I move too quickly, a lot of water is going to go over the edge here. Yeah. Uh,.
1: But then I was thinking... Was anybody else here while you were doing this? Uh, yeah, Papa Bear and uh, Papa Bear's girlfriend might have been
0: here. Did you take any reading materials or music or beer or anything in there with you? I had music going. little yeah. Steve Earle. I was cranking out to some Steve Earle. It was very peaceful. You didn't have any beverages? You weren't reading anything? You were just sitting there in the tub?
1: I thought about getting a little rosé going. Yeah. Nice, nice and refreshing rosé. Oh, so then I, I came out, and that's when I excited Papa Bear's girlfriend. I mean, his, his new love, which has yeah. been around the house
0: a lot lately. She's also a listener, so let's be careful here. She was
1: not excited to hear about the fourth roommate. Uh, I think she got a little oh, bit jealous. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the Gary jokes that were thrown around. Yeah. Here's the fucking deal. I heard Minnie Meltdown. Look around us. We're on the threshold of hell here. <laughs> it, it, it is what you get. Just knowing that we used to have a mouse that would wander around a little bit a few months ago, that doesn't change what you can already see. You can already see this place a goddamn mess. Gary stayed out of the way, so we all just need to calm down. I should
1: have just opened that door by the fireplace. But this is this is Gary's room. If you've <laughs> never checked this I'm out. Actually,
0: I don't know that I've ever even opened that door. I'm very curious I'm going to do that after the show. Um, so then, you know, this...
1: Lately, you've been away from me a lot, a longer period of time. I know, time. it's been tough. It's been eight days, ten days, fourteen days. And I feel like a little... You know pop- it's
0: been a long time when I actually call you while I'm gone? Because I <laughs> fucking hate calling people. Yeah, well, I didn't know if you wanted to bring that up. But yeah, you called and spoke to me for a half hour on like a Tuesday one day. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. That's when you know it's been a long time. When I'm vo- <laughs> fucking voluntarily calling you. Because I don't, I don't voluntarily call anybody. But you came in, and usually there's, I'm like a little puppy,
1: there's a sense of excitement to tell you everything I've done for the day or mm-hmm. what's been going on mm-hmm. for the week. Uh, so one of our listeners made the comment, and I go, well, he, he can't really do anything without me. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you think he can't do anything without you? I was like, yeah. I mean, his social calendar is not nearly as filled. He doesn't initiate as much. So that begs the question, who needs who more? Huh.
0: This is a great topic. There's a lot to unpack here. A um, couple factors here. One, I would go back to one of your most accurate quotes about me, which is that my general desire to do nothing scares you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, an object at rest tends to stay in, at rest. <laughs> an object in motion tends to stay in motion, right? Right. If I'm sitting here, and yeah, look... I'll fully admit this. You get me up out of the house a good amount. But that doesn't mean that I need to be up out of the house. I could be sitting back in there, cranking on destiny all day, defending the galaxy. Yeah, but I mean, is that what you really want to be doing? Like, when you weigh your options? I will say, when you do get me out, I'm pretty much always glad that I went out. Mm-hmm. So, from that standpoint, it's, we, it's certainly a positive effect. I also don't do a lot of good things like cleaning around the house, um, generally picking shit up, so I do get a lot of benefits out of that. When we talk about who needs who, I would say if you think about sitting around the couch here bullshitting, that's pretty much equal. Yeah. If I'm back there in my room, you'll come back there in my room. And if I'm out here and you're back in your room, I'll go back in your room and fish you out of there.
1: Yeah. But who who would you say... I mean, someone needs someone more, right? It's the whole premise of all relationships
0: where you you think it's 50-50, but it's really 40-60. I I think it's a symbiosis. Uh, I mean, it's certainly not like it used to be when you were living in my fucking kitchen nook. I think it was pretty clear at that point in time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the the financial set in there, but... And
0: sometimes I do wish I could take you down a peg or two and you could get back in my nook. But why do you, why do you say that? I don't have a nook anymore. Look, I we all need to get you know a little get checked every now and again. Sometimes we get a little ahead of ourselves, and I feel like the nook it builds character.
1: Mm. I agree. Same got a little more. T- I mean, what's your view on it? Well, you could argue that the financial and the stability or. Are- Work life balance of doing normal things and normal things I I suck at or I just don't really invest mm-hmm. any time in. Mm-hmm. You're able to corral me for that and you know, point me in the right direction there. Yeah. Of course, taking your jabs where you can, but still, you'll you I try not to jab too much these days, but I do you'll, jab. You'll lend advice about something. But socially, I'm I'm real curious when you know the eventual move out happens.
0: Yeah. The exit. How often you're. It's impending. Scurrying back up the stairs to hang yeah. out with us. I mean, the board of directors said uh, earlier today that uh, it's going to be in May, I think. so. That's pretty quick. We'll see. Yeah, it's pretty quick. We'll turn around there. I mean, I'm going to be out of town for the next, like, three weeks straight, too. So. What are you going to miss most about this apartment? <laughs> um, well, I'll miss the roof, but I already do miss the roof because they fucking shut that off. Um. I'll miss the bar. I do like the bar. Very I nice. Might have to construct my own bar. I don't think that's gonna happen, but I root for you. It's probably not gonna happen. Um that's really it. I the kitchen is a fucking nasty disaster. This couch should be burned. The building should generally be condemned. I can't get on the fucking roof anymore. I got people crawling over my bed to get into the fire escape all the time now. <laughs> We had a mouse in here. Um,
1: well, I hope once you move out, that doesn't mean Gary moves out. I don't want him. I don't want you guys to be
0: two for one. Well, we need to, need to stop joking about Gary. It's been months, and we haven't seen him. We just
1: all right. Well, we the can grieving not. process. Do you have any other hot to topics start.
0: before we move to the report report card? I really don't. I would like to announce we will be doing our first ever post episode on this one because I need a forum to rant about Trump for about 15 minutes, I would say. And we already covered that in the last show, and I didn't want people, you know, clicking off right away when I popped off on Trump. So if you want to hear about Trump, turn to Channel 2. <laughs> Hit the second attachment in your inbox there.
1: What would you like to score for the report cards today? Would you like to score on an advertiser basis? I'm going
0: to score you from... Let's go from, it's going to be NCAA scale. Okay. And it's going to be from Michigan State, biggest disappointment of the tournament, mm-hmm. to...
1: Indiana, which looks like the best team thus far.
0: I have a lot of personal bias built in there, and I hope that you're not just fucking with me, but Biggest sure. surprise. Take it to Indiana, a great positive surprise. And on that spectrum, I'm going to rate you a Providence. A Providence, pretty scrappy little team. (laughs) Didn't look like much, but they surprisingly got the job done, put in a lot of effort. They pulled off that last second play that really surprised you. Mm -hmm. And their coach, the back of his head looks like, somebody took a blowtorch to it and just fried off random parts of it. So it's, when you look at the coach and you look at the team, business in the front, it's a little weird in the back when you get to that. Yeah. I'm having trouble making ends meet on this report card. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long week. Yeah. But I feel that Providence uh, is fit.
1: Yeah. I would say you're, you're like North Carolina. Mm. all the talent in the world but
0: it depends whether they want to show up for it <sighs> I don't. that one stings I don't like North Carolina and I know exactly what you're getting at so
1: that's kind of how I feel on that it's just
0: one of those pompous fucking schools that shows up and expects to just walk to the Elite Eight mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take a long hard look in the mirror after this if that's the way I'm getting assessed yeah, this might be the deepest cut in a report card we've ever had that's it for the today. This is that's, nineteen. Yeah, that's that's it for episode nineteen. Uh, you know, flip over to the second one if you want if you wanna hear an election rant. Thanks, guys.